0: All right. Welcome back to Shop Talk with the Sheriff. I'm Sheriff Gregory Tony here in Broward County. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about our Professional Standards Committee, kind of continuing with that theme of accountability and transparency and about some of the steps we've taken during this administration with our Department of Professional Standards. Today, I actually have the honor of bringing in the Honorable Judge Julio Gonzalez, who is now the chairman of our Professional Standards Committee. I have to tell you, Uh, When we were looking at what we can do to really expand the level of professionalism in the Professional Standards Committee, it was a no-brainer after sitting and talking to the judge about what he would be able to do to help advance that notion within the Professional Standards Committee. And so what I want to do is give the judge a moment to introduce himself, talk about his experience, his professionalism, uh, the gauntlet of things you've done in your career and then we're going to dive into professional standards committee and how you're managing and cheering that up so that we can continue to be sure. more balanced so your honor take Sh- it away sheriff
1: thank you so very much uh, for that introduction um well you know i'm i'm excited to be here and candidly when i was asked about looking into this position i was Really, really excited about it because, um, as you've already noted, um, I have, uh, throughout my career, uh, been exposed to a lot of areas, particularly of the law, as well as administrative law. Most people don't know the labor part of the labor and employment section here Mm -hmm. in Florida. The labor is pretty much of a niche. Prior to me coming here, as you know, I was the general counsel to the Police benevolent Association and in representing employees, it really gave me a first first hand uh, view on the laws of of labor and employees, right. the public sector, as well as the rights and the continuing efforts to making sure that all employees uh, who work in the public sector are, act- are, are are treated fairly, and as well, are are their their rights and their due processes are validated. Prior to me becoming the general counsel to the PBA, um, I was in private practice uh, doing civil and criminal litigation, and prior to that, I served uh, as a Broward County Court Judge for approximately three years in the civil division and criminal division. Um, I've tried. Hundreds of cases. I've heard hearings in well past 400 hearings in my time. Um, what I've recognized is, is that in every type of case that you have, whether it's criminal, civil, or administrative, the idea of it being fair is infinitely important
0: to, for, for the process to have any type of legitimacy. Well, it's interesting you talk about your experiences as a judge, and it was one of the more impressive things for me. Uh, when kind of uh, the bub went off in my head, and I said, well, who would be more fair mm-hmm. than a judge who has spent their career in a legal setting analyzing, reviewing, and being objective? And so for let's just assume for the first time, Your Honor, that there's someone listening who doesn't know about the Professional Standards Committee and its purpose and what it does. Let's talk about that. Tell, yeah. tell the community about the Professional Standards The Professional
1: committee. Standards Committee actually is one of the most unique – uh, boards in Broward County. I'll, I'll tell you that I really feel that is one of the best in Florida, and this is why. The Professional Standards Committee really is is it comprises of a a a a, a handful of civilian professionals with labor and uh, administrative and investigative backgrounds, um, as well as management. Obviously, we have people from. DLE Department of Law Enforcement. We have people from uh, Department of Detention, and we have other um, managers, as we call them, or, or colonels and majors, and 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 then the like, who are representing BSO. But the 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 key thing for us to tell everyone else about the PSC, as we call it, it's that it is the opportunity for us to get input from the public, particularly with the four new members Mm -hmm. that you've appointed, particularly because of their unique background. We have one, uh, uh, three three of the four are lawyers. One of them is a shareholder, uh, at a major law firm, who is well versed in the investigative process and administrative process. In fact, he's a member. His name is Fred Karlinski. He's a member of the Supreme Court, Florida Supreme Court Judicial Nominating Committee. That committee reviews uh, reviews cases and reviews um, uh, applicants for appointments mm-hmm. to the Supreme Court. It gives recommendations. He's very well versed in background information and down sort of line. Then you have another young man, Jonathan Osborne, who is a former United States Assistant State Attorney, in doing criminal and civil litigation. And one of his specialties is internal investigations. It brings a absolute um, a plethora of experience and know-how in terms of approaching internal affairs investigations. Then you have the current HR risk manager. Uh, For the city of Tamarack, that's Lorenzo Calhoun, who's also an attorney and is also well-versed in labor and employment matters. And finally, but leaving the best for last, is Dorothy Davis, who is an absolute gem of a woman. She is now retired, but she is also the former uh, director for labor and employment for the Broward uh, Public School District. I mean, more than 30 I'm so
0: glad you took a moment to talk about the individuals we selected uh, to participate in the civilian side. Because in comparison to what has happened in the past, the Professional Standards Committee, been around roughly 30 years Mm -hmm. or so, there had been this idea to just kind of abstractly just grab anyone, grab any civilian. And when I saw that as the administrator, I said, well, how uh, professional is it when we're not bringing people in that can speak from experiences, speak from expertise, uh, and be competitive. Be -hmm. competitive in the room to Mm -hmm. be able to challenge the law enforcement members, Mm -hmm. to be able to challenge the union representation at times, to ensure that all the fact-finding was being as clear and as objective as possible. So um, thank you for taking the time to talk about their backgrounds and what they're doing. Now, let's talk about your role. As the chairman and, and what you are bringing to the table from your expertise, which is vast, and how you think it's going to impact and change the culture and how we operate at the PSC. Well, one of the things that I would say is, is that
1: uh, in terms of the PSC itself, I, I am not a voting member, which actually frees me to mm-hmm. really ensure that I'm paying attention to the facilitation of information that's going back and forth, whether it be from management to to the civilians and, and to all of the other, and to the unions. We, we also forgot to mention that That's the right. unions are represented at these meetings. My job is to ensure that people have an opportunity to speak, that the policies and the rules and the procedures are followed like an umpire. I'm calling balls and strikes. I'm it. not taking sides. I don't care what the outcome is. My job is to ensure that the policies are followed fairly. People have an opportunity to speak because that's an important scenario. That's right. And I have a story about that. One day I'll tell you about it. And the idea is to make sure that we have public in, uh, input, specifically with the four, uh, aforementioned civilians, because that's the transparency level. They, have, they are very um, keen on, making sh- on, on understanding their role as being able to say what they feel they need to say to allow us to see it from the public's perspective, and being transparent as to what we're doing. That's right. When, when we're able to, to ensure the transparency, that allows us to build the foundation of trust with the community. So when we say this went through the PSC, we know that we've had a variety of people take a look at it, and this is where we feel we should be making a recommendation to you. Now, granted, we understand that you may take a different perspective, and that's fine, we, but what, what we recognize is that in a democracy and in a fair system, the back and forth is what needs to survive. What, my job is to make sure it survives. It's to make sure that people feel free to say what they need to say respectfully, I will not. I will not accept anybody being discourteous or uncivilized. Mm-hmm. That's just part of my judicial background. That's that right. I don't allow people to speak over each other. I do allow people. I make sure that everybody has an opportunity to speak and to have their point considered. I don't rush anyone, but I also move things effectively so that
0: we can continue to move on with the business of BSO. See, that's brilliant. Uh, and, and I knew uh, my instincts had told me that that was what was missing in that professional standards mm-hmm. committee because uh, I'm sure the stories that we'll talk about later on had something to do with kind of the bullying effect and individuals not being able to express mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. and feel uh, intimidated, and we can't have that. No. We, no, we cannot have that not. in that environment. The moment a civilian or even our law enforcement staff right. there feel as though that they can't speak to the truth That's right. for sake of uh, penalties and insults and slanders and rumors uh, being associated with it, we've lost the integrity yeah. of the PSC. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm certain you do a great job. I'm going to pivot, okay. a pivot a little bit, because you're also participating with the con- construct behind the Civilian Review Board that the county wishes to establish. Yes. And I assign you as you know my representation mm-hmm. on that committee. Uh, talk about the differences between the PSC. Mm-hmm. And what the civilian review board is going to be doing, because I've had a multitude of interviews out in the public with the media, whereas they're kind of blending the two mm-hmm. and they're totally separate the, bodies. They, they, so they're totally separate.
1: And just so that for the public to be aware that the the civilian police review board that Broward County is is, is proposing and has is going to be voted on. And uh, I believe October 20th, there's going to be a full hearing on it. It's a different it's a different body. That body is going to take on reviewing um, uh, cases where there is police misconduct, uh, excessive use of force and the likes or any type of information that the committee believes would be invaluable to identifying as possibly Mm -hmm. um, harming the criminal justice system in its application to the community. Um, it, it, What most people don't know is, is that the committee, in and of itself, is not just going to be reviewing any cases that BSO handles. It's also going to be repre- uh, reviewing all the municipalities, so right. Coral Springs, Pembroke Pines, Hollywood Police Department, all of the law enforcement agencies uh, within the boundaries of, of of Broward County are going to be scrutinized. In one sense, what I can say is, is that the difference, a major difference, is that the the PSC recommends to you. The sheriff, as to whether or not we feel that there is a violation of, of the policy or mm-hmm. or laws, and then we give you if we do find a if we do find that there's a violation, we then recommend to you what we feel collectively an appropriate discipline uh, should could be imposed. But that is the difference is there. You are still the last person with the last say. Um, in in contrast, the PS the civilian review board for the Brown County, they don't have any disciplinary powers. They cannot discipline an, uh, an employee they cannot um, uh, investigate independently investigate simultaneously as an internal affairs case or a criminal case for that matter is going on so their their role is to advise and to recommend to law enforcement as to better policies and better structures that would enhance and facilitate a better relationship with the community. Our internal um, process of the PSC is solely from within the employees of BSO, which we then, of course, confer with you.
0: Perfect. I mean, that's a great way to kind of segue out of that area. The last thing I want to cover, at least talk about, because mm-hmm. I'm excited about this and mm-hmm. we've had a little sidebar conversations <laughs> about getting you involved in the educational process. Uh, people don't know that you're an educator. Yes. You're a teacher. Yes. Yes. Uh, and some of the things that we're going to be doing in the training unit. You can get, highlight maybe a couple of things that you're going to be working with Colonel Robson really quick on in terms of uh, enhancing our uh, platform yeah. of experience and, and expertise. I'm excited about it, Sheriff, to
1: be honest with you. In fact, just maybe a week and a half ago, I also gave a talk to the Citizens Pol- Academy, Police Academy here at BSO. And I was tasked with giving them a talk on the ethics in law enforcement. And I, I identify that because along with uh, Colonel Robson, I hope to not only talk about ethics, but also other legal ramifications where our employees need to be aware of when they're carrying out their duties. Now, in, in a vacuum, we would, would just approach it in this fashion. My role is to assist in any capacity to um, help educate our employees as to what, what the laws are, what the policies are, and their best methods in which to accomplish them. Um, you know, I've, I've, every time I've, I've, I have talked about ethics, I've always had to explain to the, my audience, ethics is not about doing what's right versus wrong. If it's right versus wrong, we know where we have to fall. <laughs> it's right, right? If it's That's a right. broken law, the law is broken. It's the questions leading up to positions that can be compromising the person's integrity. Mm -hmm. that ethics deals with when i talk about ethics i talk about taking steps to avoid being placed in a situation where your integrity can be compromised and sometimes it's just that people don't know some things that they're doing they're giving off this type of, of vibe but once they're alerted and become more aware of hey maybe i shouldn't for instance you know take a cup of coffee free from the uh the shop owner because one day what does that lead to? That leads to a compromising of your integrity because at this point, they believe that you won't follow the law. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've had to use certain uh, examples of you can't – you have to be very vigilant about what you do and how you do it because as employees here, we are held to a higher standard. Right. I, I tell that to people all the time. When I was a judge, there were places that even though it was legal to go to – I could not go to, would not right. be able to go, couldn't go to certain places, not because it was illegal, but because the public expects a higher level expectation. Of, of, of ethics and performance and professionalism. And that also carries that moral authority that comes with understanding that we are held to a higher standard and we welcome it. That's and right. that is what I really try to get across. We should welcome being held to a higher standard because then, at that point, people really know that we're doing our
0: job. And, and and to those who are just joining in, you're hearing me speak with our director and chairman of the Professional Standards Committee, the Honorable Judge Julio Gonzalez. Uh, it has been a delight to have him on today. If you caught the tail end of the podcast, go back and play it again uh, because he came through with some brilliant uh, considerations and comments. Uh, we're excited to have you here, sir. I look thank forward to for working me. with you over the next few years, and we'll get it done. Uh, on the closing remark, I say thank you all again for joining uh, me here at Shop Talk with the Sheriff. I'm Sheriff Gregory Tony. Our guest today was Julio Gonzalez. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram at BSO Sheriff Tony. It's me. It's not a stunt double. I will get back to you. I can't answer all the questions, but I'll try to answer as many as I can. In the meantime, stay safe, stay humble. And try to love somebody just a little bit more than you love yourself. I'm Sheriff Tony. Thanks for signing on. I'm out.